I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So there are some big headlines breaking that deal with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden probe is being mishandled. A new whistleblower is now saying from the IRS. An IRS supervisor says through a letter to lawmakers from a lawyer that he has information regarding the investigation of a high-profile controversial subject. This IRS supervisor telling lawmakers that he has information that suggests the Biden administration is improperly handling the criminal investigation into President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and is seeking whistleblower protections, according to people familiar with the matter. A letter sent to Congress this week says a career IRS supervisor, special agent, has information that would contradict sworn testimony by a senior political appointee. The supervisor also has information about a failure to mitigate clear conflicts of interest in the ultimate disposition of the case, according to a letter. We now have a copy of that letter. I want to read for you what is being said in this letter. But first, I want to play for you something that's even more shocking. And that is the fact that CBS Evening News, for the first time, led a newscast with a Hunter Biden story. They were the ones that got their hands on this bombshell IRS whistleblower report. And here is how CBS covered it for an entire minute and 39 seconds. That's longer than any story they've ever done on Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family. There is breaking news in the federal criminal investigation into Hunter Biden's tax returns. An attorney for an IRS supervisor sent a letter to lawmakers today asking for whistleblower protection, saying his client has information that suggests the investigation is being improperly influenced by, quote, preferential treatment and politics. Here's CBS News chief investigative correspondent Jim Axelrod. My client wants to come forward to Congress. He's ready to be questioned about what he knows and what he experienced under the proper legal protections. Attorney Mark Lytle's client is a supervisory special agent at the IRS who's prepared to tell Congress the investigation he's been working on has been hampered by what he thinks is special treatment. Typical steps that a law enforcement investigator would take were compromised because of political considerations. Lytle wouldn't talk in specifics, declining to identify either his client or the target of the investigation his client helped conduct. Can you identify him? I can't at this stage, Jim. 
But CBS News has learned the investigation the whistleblower worked on is about Hunter Biden. What we're doing is, is being completely cooperative. That was Biden two years ago, after the DOJ opened an investigation into his finances. The FBI collected what it believed was sufficient evidence to charge Biden with tax crimes. And last year, sent its findings to the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Since then, silence. Now, we have a copy of that letter that they were just talking about there. And I want to read you this letter so that you understand exactly what this all means. The letter was sent from this attorney. And the attorney sent the email, or this letter, I should say, to the Honorable Ron Wyden, the chairman of the Committee on Finance, the co-chair, Whistleblower Protection Caucus of the United States Senate. This also went to the Honorable Mike Mike Crapo. He's the ranking member, Committee on Finance, United States Senate. The Honorable Richard Durbin, Dick Durbin, the hardcore lefty, Chairman, Committee of the Judiciary Committee, United States Senate. The Honorable Lindsey Graham, Ranking Member, Committee on the Judiciary. Charles Grassley, Chuck Grassley, Co-Chair, Whistleblower Protection Caucus Member, Committee on Finance, United States. The Honorable Jason Smith, Chairman, Committee on Ways and Means. The Honorable Richard Neal, Ranking Member, Committee on Ways and Means. The Honorable Jim Jordans, Chairman, Committee on the Judiciary, United States Representatives. And the Honorable Liberal Jerry Nadler, Ranking Member, Committee on Judiciary. United States House of Representatives. Now, I give you that list because these these are people that now know about this and have this letter. They cannot act like they didn't get this letter. This lawyer, very smart, to add all of these high-ranking Democrats on there and put this out to the public. Otherwise, they're just going to act like it never happened. The letter reads this way. Dear chairs and ranking members, I represent a career IRS criminal supervisory special agent who has been overseeing the ongoing and sensitive investigation of a high-profile controversial subject since early 2020 and would like to make protected whistleblower disclosures to Congress. Despite serious risks of retaliation, my client is offering to provide you with information necessary to exercise your constitutional oversight function and wishes to make the disclosures in a nonpartisan manner to the leadership of the relevant committees on both sides of the political aisle. My client has already made legally protected disclosures internally at the IRS through counsel to the U.S. Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration. So he's already blown the whistle as high as he can internally is what this lawyer is now laying out and to the department of justice the office of inspector general now let's just stop there and 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 think about that part this client has already made legally protected disclosures to the irs okay then the u.s treasury inspector general for tax administration then to the department of justice then to the Office of Inspector General. That's four different agencies of the government. And we can assume from this letter that none of them have done a damn thing. All these, all these organizations of our government that I just listed are all under the leadership of Joe Biden. Never forget that. Now, this is why you go public. The protected disclosures, the lawyer continues, contradict sworn testimony to Congress by a senior political appointee, involve failure 
to mitigate clear conflicts of interest in the ultimate disposition of the case. And three, detail examples of preferential treatment and politics in properly infecting decisions and protocols that would normally be followed by career law enforcement professionals in similar circumstances if the subject were not politically connected. Some of the protected disclosures contain information that is restricted by statute from unauthorized disclosure to protect taxpayer and tax return information. My client would like to share the same legally protected disclosures with Congress pursuant to 26 USC dash and a bunch of other stuff there. Just I'll skip that for you and the protections afforded by 5 USC 2302 B8C that has that that has that he has already shared with other oversight authorities. Out of an abundance of caution, the lawyer goes on to say, regarding taxpayer privacy laws, my client has refrained from sharing certain information even with me in the course of seeking legal advice. Thus, it is challenging for me to make fully informed judgments about how best to proceed. The attorney continues. My goal is to ensure that my client can properly share his lawfully protected disclosures with congressional committees. Thus, I respectfully request that your committees work with me to facilitate sharing this information with Congress legally and with the fully informed advice of counsel with the appropriate legal protections and in the appropriate setting. I would be happy to meet with you and provide a more detailed pro-offer of the testimony my client could provide to Congress. Sincerely, Mark Lytle, the partner. He cc'd also the Honorable Michael Horowitz, U.S. Inspector General, U.S. Department of Justice, and the Honorable Russell George, Inspector General for Tax Administration, U.S. Department of Treasury. This lawyer could not have done a better job of naming people in this letter that is now public so that it is impossible for them to ignore and or cover up what this whistleblower is wanting to do. The question is, Will he get this whistleblower protection? I think the answer is obviously yes. This is exactly why we have whistleblower protection in Congress, within our government. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let me also just remind you of something else when it comes to the bank records of the Bidens. Bank records we now know show that Joe funneled money to his son Hunter every time he needed it. And he funneled money to his son for prostitutes. We know now from bank records that Hunter spent up to $30,000 on escorts in five months. We know that he was paying to traffic Russian sex workers across state lines and disguising payments as medical expenses. 
Not only is the Biden crime family corrupt, the Biden crime family is literally, no pun intended, in bed with Russians. We know that now. All right, before I get into that, I want to talk to you real quick about our friends over at Patriot Mobile. They are now offering a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks, the same network and towers you're using right now. The difference is not only do you get the same great quality that you're used to, but they actually are a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. So this year, resolve to stop spending your money with companies that don't align with your values. In fact, actually fight against what you believe in. Switch to Patriot Mobile. You'll be supporting First and Second Amendment groups, the rights of unborn children, and even helping with adoptions. It is easy to switch. Call them right now or go online to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. That's 878-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Now, all of this that I just told you about this whistleblower at the IRS, high-level person that's been there for a long time, also comes as we're finding out more about how many Bidens are on the take. The Biden crime family is big. The Biden crime family continues to get bigger. That's why Representative James Comer said we've identified these six new Biden family members involved in shady foreign transactions. After you heard what I just read from you from this letter of this IRS whistleblower, now listen again to what James Comer said. Listen to the words that he's using. Listen to where he is trying to explain where you need to go with this intel. There are thousands of pages of documents relating to financial transactions. And let let me be very clear. This isn't just about the president's son or the president's brother. We've identified six new Biden family members involved in shady uh, foreign transactions. Let's just stop there. Shady foreign transactions. What, What James Comer, and I think he's trying to be careful in how he does this, but he's also letting you know this is changing significantly from what we thought it was before. These transactions were transactions that, that, that equate to the, in essence, money laundering. There's the laundering of money into anyone with the last name Biden. Okay, that's what it is. The laundering of cash that is coming in to anybody with the last name Biden. We don't care who you are, pay them. Countless LLCs to launder this money in. Countless bank accounts where money could be laundered into the Biden crime family. We don't care how you get it to us, right? Use different avenues, use different people within the Biden crime family. Send the money this time to her. Now, next time, send it to this family member. The next time after that, send it to this family member. The next time after that, send it to that family member. This was a a, a money laundering scheme that went on, from what we understand, for decades. This started, by the way, when, when Hunter Biden was a little tyke. Okay, also understand that. Like, this started a long time ago. 
And now we have these suspicious activity reports that have even blown the minds of those that were investigating the Bidens because they didn't even see all of this and couldn't imagine it now expanding to nine different family members with the last name Biden. That is a fact. That's a hell of a lot of people with the last name Biden taking money from foreign entities, adversaries of the United States of America. These are not our friends. These are our adversaries. How do we know that? Because that's how he described it. Keep listening. That we believe we're a direct result of influence peddling. Uh, That brings the number of Biden family members now to nine that were involved in the Biden family influence peddling. And we still have more family members that uh, we suspect were involved. So this is a family affair. This is something that should be troubling to every American. And what we've learned from from going through these records are there are a lot of additional uh, LLCs, a lot of additional bank accounts that we didn't know prior to going uh, to the Treasury cabinet. So we've learned a lot. This investigation is ongoing, but I can tell you without hesitation, it's very serious. And the president of the United States is going to have a very hard time explaining how so many of his family members have received so much money from our adversaries around the world. I talked, by the way, to um, someone on Capitol Hill about this yesterday. And I wanted just some more background generically. And I said, okay, if it's nine business family members, explain to me a little bit more of what we think, how this scheme work. And the way they described it to me was actually very simple. You can't just keep having the money come into one bank account. You got to spread it around so that people don't catch on to it. You need new LLCs that are constantly changing, new fake companies that you claim are doing different things that make it harder to connect dots. You need different family members who get cash. So I'm assuming, based on it jumping to nine, that this is probably one of those scenarios where you went to the the, the Bidens, went to their wives, went to their husbands, and were like, hey, man, we got to set up a new LLC. We got some cash coming in from China. Hey, we got to set up another LLC. We got some cash. We're going to get paid coming in from Russia. Hey, we've got these Russian oligarchs who to this day, have still not made it onto the sanctions list that we're sending millions of dollars to the Biden crime family. We got to get another LLC for this money to come in. This goes back to how compromised the president clearly is. If you're sending money to his family, you have those financial transactions to show to investigators. This Chinese bank recently, Chinese American bank, was the first bank to come forward and to say, hey, you can have all of the financial records on the Bidens if you want them. Here they are. Many people believe, as do I, that the reason why that Chinese bank did that is to remind the Bidens how compromised they are. It was a shot across the bow. You guys better shut up. You guys better pay attention. You guys better listen. You guys better remember just how much damning information we have on you. You guys better really hunker down over there and understand that we're not screwing around. You guys better pay attention to what you say and what you do because we can bury you. That's what this goes. That's what all this basically comes down to. The Biden crime family is owned by our adversaries. That's why James Comer said at the end. There was no legitimate businesses that were being run from the Bidens. That's the other thing that we understand from these disclosures. The money was only coming in from overseas. 
The money was only coming in from shady actors overseas. The money was only coming in from people that wanted to buy influence in the United States of America, and they realized they could do it by buying off the vice president of the United States of America, who is now the president of the United States of America. Not a bad deal when you think about it that way. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I want to go back to the IRS for a second, this whistleblower who has come forward, right, and said, hey, I got intel on Hunter Biden and preferential treatment and the law is not being followed the right way. And I've been a career guy here, investigator. I need some help. He got a lawyer. He's whistleblown now. He needs whistleblower protections to tell you just how corrupt the IRS is on behalf of the Biden crime family. Now, do we know that there is corruption at the IRS? Is there? Let's ask, let's ask that question. The answer is yes. How do we know that? We know this from back when the IRS was targeting conservative and Tea Party groups. We also know that there's corruption at the IRS even more recently. Great example of that is this week. Matt Taibbi, who's a reporter, you may remember his name because when the Twitter files were being dumped, okay, Elon Musk gave access to different reporters to come in and see what they had unearthed about the corruption at Twitter, the silencing of people, the shadow banning of people. Uh, The list really goes on and on of what they were doing at Twitter, including getting constant direction from the federal government of who to silence, who to shut down, and even when to spy on you. We've also found out about being able to read people's direct messages, sources, and, and, and journalists who may have had info come in to them, right? Now we know this. It's disgusting. And I understand it now. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty disgusting, right? That this is what is happening. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Augusta Precious Metals. You can get free gold just by learning about gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals. It's important that you know what's going on in this crazy economy. And your hard-earned savings need protecting from the devalued dollar. Protecting from the devalued dollar, especially if you're close to retirement. Augusta Precious Metals will give you information on how to protect your savings and open a gold IRA. So if you've saved at least 100000 for retirement, call and ask about their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. I trust Augusta Precious Metals, and you can too. They will make sure that you understand what is best for you and your portfolio. There's a reason. Money Magazine says they are the best gold IRA company. Get free gold, free information, and retirement protection now by calling 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877, the number 4-GOLD-IRA or AugustaPreciousMetals.com. The IRS, we also know, still will use and abuse their power under the Biden administration to silence their critics. Now, Matt Taib is a reporter that's a journalist that is not a conservative. I want you to understand that. He's actually a liberal. But Elon Musk liked his hardcore reporting style, and that's one of the reasons why he decided to give him access to the Twitter files. He was then asked to come to Congress 
to talk about those Twitter files. And guess what happened? While Matt Taibbi was sitting before Congress doing House testimony about what he found in those Twitter files before Congress, the IRS decided to send agents to Matt Taibbi's home during that House testimony. If that's not a shot across the bow, I don't know what is. This guy's on national TV. Everybody knows he's there. He's on the front pages of newspapers. They can see him live. They know where he is. And the IRS agents all of a sudden show up at his door and come and knocking. Ron Johnson, Senator Johnson, asked the IRS commissioner on the on his agents on why they were going to Matt Taibbi's house during his house testimony. Listen. I think this is pretty well documented that an IRS agent showed up, put a note on Mr. Taibbi's door, called him in four days, which he did. They explained what the situation is. I find that unbelievably unusual. And I'm asking you as IRS commissioner, does that happen often? How unusual is that, that an IRS agent would show up at a taxpayer's home and tell them, give us a call? Now, throw on top of that, an IRS agent showing up at a taxpayer's home, that taxpayer just happens to be testifying before the House Judiciary Committee on the weaponization of government against U.S. citizens. I mean, the chance of that happening is infinitesimal. But it happened. So I'm just saying in general, how often does the IRS show up as the first notice that there may be an issue with the problem with the taxpayer's return and makes a personal appearance at that taxpayer's home? Is that that part of your procedures? Does that happen very often? Again, I want to be cautious in my answer to make sure that I am not violating a a prohibition. That's fine. Talk in general. How often does that happen? I will talk generally that... If a taxpayer, if the IRS is reaching out to you directly, it is more likely the case that there has been some issue with your return. We're, we're, we, we've, we've tried reaching you uh, through less intrusive means. Uh, we have been unsuccessful. Uh, we want to help and get a handle on why you may not have filed, on why you might have an outstanding balance due. You're not asking my question in terms of how often that would happen. My time's running out, so all I can say is I know Chairman Jordan has sent you and Secretary Yellen a letter requesting all the information on that. I will be sending a similar letter. I'd like it if the chairman would join me in that letter to get this information, because this is very troubling to have the IRS take that type of action. Again, the, the chances are so infinitesimally small that an IRS agent would show up at the journalist's door the day that journalist is, is testifying for a House committee. Why would you do that if you're the IRS? To rattle him? You know he's going to get a text message. Probably from his wife or whoever they thought would be home. Hey man, the IRS is knocking on your door, bro. Think that would throw you off your game if you're about to testify? Yeah. Kirby. He was asked about this. Kirby at the White House was asked about this. And what did, what, did, what, did, what did John Kirby have to say? Oh, don't worry. Great answer, right? We can't talk about it. We would never do this. We're going to refer you back to the IRS. The journalist Matt Taibbi uh, this week said that the IRS visited his home on the same day as he testified 
to a House Select Subcommittee on the Alleged Weaponization of Government. Uh, Taibbi worked on the Twitter Files project that revealed government cooperation with Twitter to censor disfavored speech. Uh, President Biden said just now uh, at the pro-democracy gathering that uh, we should have, uh, quote, uh, be better protecting activists and journalists from cyber threats, harassment, and abuse. Um, there have, of course, been domestic issues with the U.S. treatment of journalists, as a colleague in our sixth row could attest. Um, but I was wondering if you could uh, respond to this Taibbi visit by the IRS and say whether this is part of a campaign to harass or intimidate him related to his journalism. I'm afraid I'm going to have to refer you to the IRS. Okay. I'm afraid I'm going to have to refer you to the IRS. There's the White House's position. We would never weaponize our government right to do this. Oh, no. No, we would, we would, we would never, ever do anything like that. Jim Jordan, by the way, talking about this issue, wanting answers on why this individual, you know, was harassed this way. Listen to what Jim Jordan had to say on the House side. I'm surprised that Jenny Yellen didn't know anything about this. This is actually a pretty pretty big development in in America, in the United States of America, where uh, you know, you're not supposed to have the government being turned on the very people it's supposed to serve, uh, which looks like may, may have been uh, what was going on here. I think the context is important. Remember, the day before Mr. Taibbi testifies, we all learned that the FTC sent a letter to Twitter asking Twitter, who are the journalists you're talking to, named Mr. Taibbi personally. The very next day, he testifies, and Democrat members of the committee ask him, who are your sources? Give us your sources. A direct attack on the First Amendment. And while they're asking him those questions, the IRS is at his door. And think about what it meant to him personally, because they leave a note and they said, don't worry, we'll get back with you on Monday. Holy cow. This is the IRS. We all fear this agency. And they leave a note saying, we'll get back with you on Monday. What that means for a normal person who has to go through that. So this is why we want to know what's going on. And frankly, we want to know, is there a chance this is one of those new 87,000 IRS agents that the $80 billion was supposed to finance and, and hire? Uh, I don't know, but we want to get answers to those questions. I think we can all agree there's no doubt this was a hit job from the United States government going after journalists who, who talked out of turn. And Janet Yellen, she has no answer on how or why the IRS showed up at Matt Taibbi's house. No answer at all, right? Because you just keep saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And eventually then people might believe you. I mean, you're an economist, you're a mathematician. What are the chances of that being just luck? That the IRS appeared at someone's home while he's testifying about weaponization of federal government before Congress? Because I think it's minuscule. I think it's one in a million or less. And you weren't aware of that, but now you, I've told you about it. I need to ask you, with the direct oversight of the IRS, does that bother you? It's certainly something that I would want to look into. Um, I'm not aware that IRS agents do that, except, as you said, in cases where um, there's an investigation. That's exactly Unless there's an actual investigation. There's no investigation into Matt TV. They're just harassing Matt Teeby based on what we understand on the exact day he's in front of Congress. Hey, let's rattle this guy and remind him who's really in charge in the United States of America, right? Let's let's rattle Matt Teeby and really make it where he's got some sleepless nights here. Let's shoot a let's take a shot across the bow here and just let him know. Let him understand that we're not to be screwed with. Maybe you should shut up as a journalist and sit down. Maybe you should stop 
exposing the Twitter files. Maybe he needs to understand that he's just a little fish in the pond and we can swallow him up. Maybe that's what we need to be telling this guy. How do we do that? Oh, hey, let's go to his house. That'll screw with him. No, no, no. Let's go to his house on the day that he is testifying to Congress and get him off his game. Let's rattle the cages a little bit and warn him right before he's speaking to Congress or during his time there that he might want to choose his words wisely. Let's get him a text message coming from the people that are his house, just reminding him that the U.S. government is watching what you're testifying to today, is watching what you're saying today. That's why the IRS agent showed up that day. We all know that. You don't have to be smart or special to understand this or to connect these dots. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also hit that auto download or subscribe button. So you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.